What's going on, everybody? This is Heath, and I'm here with Steven. This is Tillman's Corner Sports Talk. We want to take a second to thank everybody for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on Spotify. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Putting out really good content. Steven? We're getting big. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting something. Great weekend. Alabama 8-day game. NFL drafts coming up. A couple rule changes in college football. Oh, before we start. We got next week we're going to have an interview. We're going to record it next week, probably post it the week after. It's the first week of May. Pretty excited. Antonio Coleman. Yeah. Top, top 100, 100 recruit. recruit in the class of 2025. Four star. Four stars. Got offered from Tennessee and Bama. Pretty excited about that. So, pretty excited. Gonna make sure you listen to that one. Yeah. We'll, uh, like Heath said, we'll probably drop it in two weeks maybe. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, so let's get into it. So, start off, we're going to talk about a couple of rule changes in college football. It just dropped over the weekend. So, it's kind of similar to the NFL. So, not too – it's not too crazy, but it's definitely going to change the game a lot, shorten the game. So, in an attempt to shorten games because they're going to a 12-team playoff, which means more games for, for teams. They're trying to shorten the games. Except so this that, year? Uh, no, 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 next year. So, starting in 2024 – so in college, when you get a first down, the clock stops. You know they reset the chain, reset the ball, then it starts again. But you think over the course of an entire game of getting first down, the clock stopping for a handful of seconds. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of time. So after starting in twenty twenty four, not this season, but the next season, the clock will no longer stop after a first down, just like they do in the NFL. It will not. It'll continuously run. What do you think? Uh, I mean, that's gonna I think mess a lot of teams up. Yeah. Um, Getting used to it into the half drives, into the game drives to try to win it or something. I mean, do you like trying to shorten yeah. the game? Well, I, I like the rule changes. Going to the NFL, I love watching the NFL. I think it will put more of an emphasis on possessions. So, this hurry up offense, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you'll, you know, if that's something that teams will try to get away from just because if you look at it, if. I don't know, because the thing about the hurry-up offense, they always said you want to go quick after what, a first down. Clock stops, hurry up. So, I mean, why would you want to go so quick and you're going to leave your defense out there? And it shortens the game. So, if you got a team that loves to run the football and kill clock, now instead of having the typical – here's the thing about it is, college, a typical good college drive, you're going to burn what? What would you say, four minutes? Now, in the NFL, a good drive, you're burning eight minutes. So, a lot of NFL games – you'll have four possessions a half. That's what they say. A lot of NFL games is four possessions a half, so that's eight games total. Yeah. Alabama, when they played Tennessee, I, I, I would like to go back and look. I'm pretty sure Alabama had nine possessions in the first half against yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee was scoring so fast. Tennessee was scoring so fast, and the clock and the clock just stops after every first down. So, I actually like it. I really do. Yeah, it'll put an emphasis on running the football. It will, and that's what I was thinking. Is like, man, these teams that would like to control the, like if they have a, if if before this they had a seven minute drive to you know because their game possession and ball control the ball, it could be like a eight minute drive now, nine minute drive. It doesn't seem like oh, it was only an extra minute. It's only an extra two minutes. Well, yeah, what over the course of a well, game? Uh, yeah, I don't mean to cut you off, but like you. Like these hurry up offenses like Tennessee USC, they have eight play drives that eight play seventy five yard drives that take like a minute and fifteen seconds. Yeah. Now 
it'll be three minutes. Because after every first down, the clock's stopping until they snap the ball. But it won't be like that. It just continues to run. So it'll be like, ah. So yeah. So do? you know, typically when you're wearing a defense down, they'll be like, oh, they've been out there for this long of game time, but this long of actual time because the clock was stopped. But now, game time and actual time would be pretty close to each other unless they run out of bounds and stop it for a second. Yeah. But um, it'd be interesting. I mean, well, in the NFL, the clock don't stop even if you run out of bounds. Yeah. So, um, I, I like it. I actually do. Yeah, I like it. And then another rule. Cha- well, they're they're mulling it over. I don't think it's official. And I think it's just the SEC right now. Is do you see the one about storming the field? Because you know last year, because they typically fine you with storming the field, and nobody cares about that. They just storm the field. They're like, hey, our college pay it. Now they're um, debating. This hasn't been official. Uh, they're trying to limit people storming the field for player safety and all this stuff. And so. Jermaine Burton don't slap females. Um, but they're considering taking a home game away. for So, like, if you know, Tennessee stormed the field, well, they would have a home game taken away from them, I guess, the next season maybe. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. I mean, I, I again, it's like not that. official. It's, it's just being talked about. But I don't like that. That's just stupid. Here's the thing about it. Uh, that's just stupid. What makes college football is is the students and the passion, right? And that's part that is part of the thing. When you're a top ranked team and you go to somewhere and you the, the home team's an underdog and they upset you, get ready, they're gonna storm the field. Yeah. And like you said, they do player safety, give me a break. I've never heard of anything popping off. Jermaine Burton, he'll probably be one of the ones storming the field here shortly because he's not gonna be playing. He'll be in the Stands. <laughs> we'll get, get to the other hot topic because I'm fired up. Yeah, we'll get – so we're going to mention it. We'll get to it in a minute. So, today, Notre Dame's quarterback, um, Tyler Buckner, who was uh, – well, he started the first two games last year, got hurt, and was out for pretty much the whole season – or was the whole season except for the bowl game. Started as a freshman. Was a highly recruited kid. Hit the transfer portal today and is reportedly – Visiting Tuscaloosa tonight because Tommy Reese, Alabama's OC, came from Notre Dame. So, of course, people are making that, you know, assuming that Alabama's the favorite. Do you, do we want to talk about it now and how, yeah. how we feel about it or wait yeah. till we get to? Oh, yeah, let's, let's talk about it. Uh, let's go ahead and hit it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm frustrated. I'm confused. I don't really understand what's going on here. We got four quarterbacks on the roster, scholarship quarterbacks, two highly recruited freshmen that just four came in. Four and five-star kids. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, you got Eli Holstein. He Eli was a Holstein. freshman. Who's the other kid? Dylan Lonergan. Lonergan. And then you got Ty Simpson, Jalen Monroe, who is competing for the starting job. Why would you bring in a below-average quarterback – so if somebody's thinking to themselves, well, Ty Simpson, Jalen Monroe, they're not impressive. Saban's looking to upgrade. Tyler Bucknell, or what if Bucknell, is not the answer. Buckner. I'm Buckner. I'm telling you, man, he is not the answer. He's the reason Notre Dame got beat by Marshall last year. He threw two pick sixes. And it, I was listening on the radio and right over there like, man, he really lit up South Carolina in the bowl game. Okay, half the team opted out for South Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> okay, how do you light somebody up throwing 54% completion? You threw three picks. Now, he's a run. He's a runner. Yeah. But is he a good runner as Jalen Murrow? No. 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 Ty Simpson? Probably no, not. I would probably say no. It makes no sense. And 
all I'm seeing on Twitter, Instagram, is in saving we trust. If it's a good thing for saving, okay, my God, we you got to stop saying that. If that's ask the best the, thing, ask the Patriots how they trusted Bill last year. If that is the best thing somebody says about you, well, if saving is good enough for saving, it's good enough for me. You need to chill out. You can miss me with that because I'm telling you, Steve. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it, and maybe this will be clipped. I don't know. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. If Tyler Bucknell, Bucknell, I'm not even gonna say his name right because I'm, 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 this is not happening. If he comes to Alabama, if he's coming to Bama, would you assume he's coming to be the starter? Like, what would he come sit the bench that, for? That's what, yeah, and that's one of the things I was gonna say is we've seen Saban in the portal. He doesn't get guys to sit the bench. He gets guys yeah, to start. Bench, Tyler Harrell. Yeah. Well, he, he got he hurt. Was, he, he got, got hurt. hurt. Okay. So, but he doesn't. He doesn't get guys. Now, obviously, he doesn't promise them a job, but. Yeah, he's he's not. They're coming to start. He's they're coming to start yeah. because he thinks they're going to start and that they're better than who we have. He's not. I don't. Oh my! I don't see how he must have zero faith. And and we'll get to the eight day game in a bit. I didn't think it was that bad as as people were making it out to be. Um, we'll get to that in a, a few minutes. But I don't think he's that much better than Milrow. And Simpson, and maybe even Holstein and Lonergan. I mean, I know he has starting experience, and a lot of people want to say, "Oh, well, it's because you know he's familiar with Tommy Reese's offense." Well, everything I read and see and watch about Bama and their offense, the OCs they get run Bama's offense, not their own. It's not like yeah. Tommy Reese is redoing the entire offense to what he wants. He's running Alabama's offense. Now he'll have some of his philosophies. He'll have some of his plays, obviously. But it's not going to be like he comes in and completely redoes the entire offense. It's still Alabama's offense and their the concepts that they have been running. So, how would how would this guy coming in have a leg up on Milrow and Simpson who've been there the past year or two? I don't know. He must have dirty pictures on Tommy Reese. I I am a lo- like I am at a lot when I'm telling you, when that po- when I was sending you that and I was at a loss for words. Let me read your stats. I'm not over exaggerating. 2022, this guy was a starter coming into the season. Forty, uh, He was 55% completions. He started three games. 55% completions, 651 yards, three touchdowns, and five interceptions. I don't get it. I don't get what's going on. It, it It's frustrating, Steven. It, it's frustrating. I don't I don't get it. I, I think Jalen Miller... I, and if you say this guy's a runner, oh my goodness, Jalen Milrose is a way better runner than this guy. It, it, it's confusing. It's frustrating. And I really, really hope. I did see something that he's going to visit Auburn. So maybe, hopefully, Auburn gets him. Go it's, there. Yeah, go there. My <laughs> well, God. I mean, Stephen, it, now, it's, it's, hey, listen, it's if, mind blowing. If, if he goes to Alabama or Auburn or wherever, and lights it up. Okay, we'll, we'll be the first to we'll, apologize. We we don't have we're not so prideful. We'll come on here and say we were wrong, but I, I just don't I, don't. I don't see it. He's I don't see it. He's not. And that's the thing. Somebody's like, <clears throat> I saw today. Well, he's got three years of eligibility left. He maybe wants to come to Alabama and grow as a player. Maybe start. What the crap? What? Come to Bama to grow as a player, dude? We're getting five stars every year as freshmen. Bama's not the place where you leave somewhere to come to grow. Bama's yeah. where you go. You as might a come out of high school yes. and see if yes. you can compete if you can and make, and, it. And if you make can, it for a year or two. Then you tra- you grow, you transfer. Uh, Steven, 
Let's yeah. continue that. So, yes, we he, he and I do not want him coming to Bama. Now, again, if he comes to Bama and leads them to a national championship, even before they get there, me and Heath will be like, okay, yeah, we were wrong. But He's spring not. games. We're going to talk a little bit about LSU spring games, Alabama spring games. Can't look into too much because they're spring games, but it's still good to watch. It's fun to watch, see the players you got coming. So, LSU spring games. The boys that smell like – what do you say they smell like? Corn dogs. Corn dogs. No, Why well, I said cheese. No, cheese. Corn dogs. Yeah, corn dogs. The corn dog smelling team. So LSU had their spring game. I think it was an hour before um, Alabama's. Didn't come on regular TV. Neither LSU's nor Alabama because they got to put Colorado on there. We should we should talk about them. Yeah, we should. Right after LSU. Anyway, LSU had their spring game. You know, Jaden Daniels looked very good. Uh, I didn't watch the whole thing. You know, I highlights and then reading some stuff. He looked he looked good. I think he was like 10 for 11 for 168 yards. Can't remember how many touchdowns. Yeah. And then and even I not that they have a quarterback battle, but I could see Nussmeyer the backup pushing Daniels. If Daniels gets in the game in the season and struggles, yeah. I don't think Nussmeyer um, solid. I don't think Brian Kelly will, will hesitate to put Nussmeyer in. I'm surprised he hadn't transferred honestly. Nussmeyer, he's good enough to be a quarterback somewhere. I believe that. Come um, to Bama, we're taking everybody. Yeah, hey, yeah, come on. Anyways, yeah, no, it was uh, LSU, very good. They're a good team. I think the reason we're talking about them, look, they're, everybody knows that's the top two teams in the SEC West. I think both of those teams are going to be competing for a spot in the SEC Championship this year against each other. Yeah, I think LSU so. is going to probably be projected in the top ten. They got a big-time game against LSU – no, Florida State. Florida State, yeah. LSU has a big time game against <laughs> LSU. Yeah, they got a big time game against Florida State to start the season. But Aaron Anderson didn't play. I was looking to see if he played. He was. He had a uh, knee surgery. Oh, from what I read, that's what. So is he just real quick, I don't know. That's one thing I'm confused about. So just real quick, off topic. Not really off topic, but Aaron Anderson, highly recruited receiver, came to Alabama. Um. It's not like he sat the bench because he wasn't good enough. He was hurt pretty much the entire year. So, if he would have been healthy, they were talking about, you know, he was one of our best receivers. But, uh, anyway, red-shirted, didn't play because he was hurt, not because he wasn't good enough, and then transfers to LSU. But, I, I don't know, maybe they yeah. gave him more NIL money. Maybe he was, like, homesick because he's from Louisiana. Maybe he was homesick. Probably that. Yeah, um, probably that. I don't know. Anyway, goes to LSU. Yeah, he had knee surgery, so – is expected back for the fall. Best of luck to him. Best of luck to him. Best of luck to them all, corn dog fellas. That's right. Let's get into the eight day game. Uh, first defense. Let's talk about. Uh, we'll get the quarterbacks a little later. First defense, Stephen. What'd you think? They look solid. I know everybody. Yeah, I mean, Brown, I, Caleb I, Downs. Yeah, the uh, Caleb Downs. I mean, I don't understand who were. Yeah, I don't, he looked. I don't get that. He looked good to me. I mean, oh, I mean, he looked good. He looked solid. No, he's he's a, a, he's a true freshman. freshman. Right. He, he he's gonna. I saw. People like high-ranking, like professional reporters saying he's the best player on Alabama's roster. I don't know about that. I I don't know. About that. That's ridiculous. Um, but no, first team looked very good. Deontay Lawson did not play. Dallas Turner did not play. Chris Braswell did not play. Um, I mean, I think they look. I think Kool Aid. Obviously, he's going to be good. I think Malachi. I think they might. Malachi move, Moore looks solid. Yeah, I know really he was in. The, he was at the star. I think they might move him. To safety, he seems like I don't yeah, know. You think they're gonna bring or, uh, Earl Little? 
I, did, I think that too. Possibly. I don't think I don't think Story's going to start at safety. No. They had Story at safety. I mean, I'd like to see Story win the job. He's been there for so long. I just like I like seeing guys stick it out and win themselves a job. I am surprised that nobody's hit the transfer portal yet. Yeah, we thought more guys were going to. I think it'll happen here. Hit the portal. Nothing like Colorado. <laughs> Lord have mercy. But yeah, so they look they look solid. I mean, they're flying around physical. Pretty much what you would expect for a spring game. Let's go to the offensive side of the ball. One thing I really did like seeing Jermaine Burton playing with the second string, and he That's did not best part. Yeah, did not disappoint. Had a couple big drops, and it caught a long pass. I thought it was gonna be a touchdown. Looks like he slowed down to look back at the cornerback. <laughs> he got tackled too, like, <laughs> and it got up to flex. I'm like, bro, you're playing against a third string corner, and you're like a fifth year senior. Lord help me. Jermaine Burton. Yeah, but, he dropped uh, some. Isaiah think, Bond dropped a couple. What'd you think about the first uh, off or the offense? I I didn't think, but neither offense looked horrible. Now, the here's the thing. <laughs> Again, spring game. I need to emphasize that enough because in a spring game, at least in Alabama's that I watched, I'm pretty sure they were in the same formation 99 percent of the plays. With two two receivers out wide, one to the left, and a tight end. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Okay. They, you do that. You think they run the same plays? I why? think in a spring game they run the ba- they'd run the a handful of plays over and over again. So why would Saban let Kevin Steele, the defense coordinator, why would he just let him continuously blitz the safety know. off the side? I think he wanted to put pressure on the quarterbacks and see what they did. But they can't freaking run. It's a it's a touch. They're they're touch. I mean, I'm not gonna say it's only five plays, but I think they run a variation of the same plays. I think they run the same plays multiple times. Maybe not over and over and over and over. But because it's an eight a game, you don't want to show. You don't want to show what wrinkles that. Tommy Reese is bringing. I will say the running back room. I think is gonna be very good this year. Um, yeah. I know everybody's freaking about Justin Haynes. Got a couple but, of three yard touchdown runs. Yeah, but the one wide open yeah. catch that he had. I mean, I could have caught that thing and walked there. it in. That, that's what really. Yeah, concerned. that was a blown coverage. But I think with him, uh, Roy Roy Dell Williams, uh, McClellan, well, Jam, Jam Miller, solid. Um, and then you got the guy coming in that probably Richard, a red shirt, but yeah, Richard Young. Good. But I think it's gonna be a very good running back room. Excited about the receivers. Very excited about Kendrick the receivers. Law stepped up. Henderson. Henderson. Um, I think the tight end room, we're going to have more depth. It's not Because last year it was Latu, and that's it. No, no. Remember? Um, Oates. 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 Yeah, he wasn't consistent. I think oh, this year you're going to have – Wheeler. Yeah. I think this year you're going to have uh, a deeper tight end group. But, dude. And then – so we've hit receivers, running backs. We're about to hit quarterbacks. Offensive line. Our buddy Pritchett. That's what I'm saying. I think. Did you say he got the most improved player? <laughs> and he was more improved, most improved than my God. I hate to know what he was like before. Look, he had a bad day. Everybody's freaking out about the quarterbacks. We'll get to them in a second. I'm more worried about the offensive line. Can't throw from your back. I don't care if you get Lamar Jackson in there. Terrible. You got to block for him. Um, they were backups. You made a good point. They were freaking yeah. backups. As I mentioned a minute ago, Lawson, middle linebacker, doesn't you know he blitz a little bit, but. Our best edge rushers, two of the best in the country, Dallas Turner and Chris Braswell, did not even play in the game. So our offensive line is going against backup edge rushers. And it looked like they were going against high school kids. They got past the offensive line. 
very easily, especially the left side. Pritchett and Dalcourt, I think, was at left guard. Yeah. The left side was just terrible. Over there. I don't know the problem. I think better. I think Proctor's going to. Proctor, Before the season starts, it'll be your left tackle. I think Pritch is going to slide into guard, and uh, Dalcor may. I don't yeah. know what's going to happen. Get him gone. Yeah, it was just a struggle bus over there. And like I said, they were blitzing more people. Than we had to they were watch. blitzing a lot of people. I, I was just confused what Kevin Steele was doing. But let's get to what everybody wants to talk about. But again, I think that was by design to see because you know you replace the blitz. They teach you wherever the blitz comes from. That means there's got to be a hole. So there you no holes. But um, anyway. So talk about the quarterback. Let's yeah, let's uh, let's talk about the quarterbacks. Uh, Eli Holstein, he looked absolutely terrible. I definitely think he'll be the fourth string quarterback. He'll be the starting uh, holder. Yeah, yeah, he was. He looked bad. Kicker. So some things, some, something that frustrated me. I was frustrated that Ty Simpson really never got to play with the first string. No, against the first string defense. So everything that you saw from Ty Simpson was against the second and third had, string. And defense. he had all day long to throw. He had all day long. There were a few times to get pressure, but he yeah, had tons of time to throw. And that, and that is because the second string pass rush was playing with the starters. So, basically, so, it was a third and right. fourth string pass rush going right. against Ty Simpson. And let's give Ty Simpson a break. He apparently hurt his hand. First series of the game is going to need surgery. What? Be out a co- Yeah, he's going to be out a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh-huh. So... He looked okay. Uh, Jalen Milrow, they both made some good throws. They both made both some made horrible some, decisions. Both made some, both made some both very good throws. I, very, very good A couple of them throws. dropped. Both, multiple dropped. Right. Both had some very good runs. Jalen Milrow had a great run. The thing about it is a spring game is horrible for Jalen Milrow. It's not what he does. I mean, you're basically – Taking his best thing that he does, yeah, and he can't do it because he's got a black jersey on. Like some of the things that I saw, like so even some of the sacks that he took, some guys are touching him one hand. And I'm thinking, well, there's no way in real life that they're sacking him like that. That's no. just not happening. And so I, I think I don't think one of the guys just popped off and was like, okay, they separated themselves. Maybe old Tyler Buckner is going to come in and separate himself in the quarterback room, but. It was an average, yeah. average at best day. Yeah, I didn't think it was. Um, it wasn't bad. Again, I saw one. I think it was a a, a Bama sports page was like, man, they, I know it's a spring game, but these quarterbacks look terrible. Alabama's going to go seven and five this year if yeah, one of these Oklahoma. guys start. Or maybe it's Oklahoma. Yeah, I'm like, surely you're just being sarcastic, and you're not that much of an idiot. Um, but because here's the thing, like, and we'll talk about. We can we'll go through our um, who should be the starter um, after this, but. I just think is Jalen Milrow more progressed than Jalen Hurts was as a true freshman. I think he is. It, yeah. I think he's it's hard. It's hard because I think Lane Kiffin was a play caller. That's true, but I think he's better overall. I think he's faster than Jalen was. Strong. I know Jalen's strong. Jalen was very strong, but Jaylen I still think strong. if Jalen, if Milrow, well, they're both Jalen's. If Milrow. Is it Milro has the mental makeup that Jalen Hurts had? Yeah, I mean, I think if that makes sense. And if oh he again, Bryce Young last year did not look good in the eight A game. Milro did way better statistically than say, Young did. And look, to one say of the, the man one had of the two picks is ridiculous. The Saban one, even said, "I'm like that makes no yeah, sense." Yeah, Saban said, "Oh, we got two picks." You know, one of them was at the end of the half. It was a hail mary. You he take just points off the board. Well, no, you're not um, taking points off the board. Now the one. 
I don't know if it was a miscommunication on a route, like maybe the corner or the receiver stopped and he thought he was going to keep running. I don't know. I just don't think he wanted to take a safety. Um, yeah, but, it was like a punt. But I don't, I don't think it was that bad. Who was it? Um, what's the guy's name? Josh Pate from. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was watching him. He's talking about. Yeah, I like Josh. Yeah, he didn't watch the A-Day game live, and he had his friends talking to him, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, they look terrible!" And he was, he went to watch the highlights to see how terrible it was, and he said, "I didn't think it was that bad." I'm one of those. I didn't think it was that bad. I think Bama fans need to for just relax. Again, it's the spring. Does, They're still. Does they the coaches need to relax too. I think the coaches need to relax. Okay. I think because Tommy Reese, you know, it's the spring. They still have the whole summer to build chemistry with his receivers to work on passing and fall camp starts and all that stuff. Game one, who is a starting quarterback? Who should be starting quarterback? Jalen Milrow. And that, okay, I guess I should um, also ask, this is a little bit of an asterisk, if Tyler Bucklehead <laughs> from Notre Dame, <laughs> from Notre Dame does come to Alabama, does that change your decision? No, he should be third. Sh- no, he should be fourth string. He should be back there with Eli Holston. I I, I agree that Milrow. And I ain't whether <laughs> whether um the guy from Notre Dame comes or not, yeah, I think yeah. Milrow should start. I know a lot, a lot of people. I know Mr. Jeff and B. Hey, I don't think y'all listen. I don't think y'all like Milrow. It's just hard. They're if fans, look, if it is neck and neck, even if I would say if Simpson has a slight edge. Passing the ball, which he does, I think, does. over Milrow. Accuracy. I still think you have to start Milrow because he is the most dynamic, one of the most dynamic players in the country with the ball in his hands. Especially if How you can want to you get take back him to, off the field. If you want to get back to running the football like everybody says, the ground and pound, that's a perfect way to do it. Yeah. If he's on the field, I promise you – Two guys cannot go to the football, to the running back, because they're going to have to stay home with him. And what a perfect – let's say, you know, Alabama wants to get back. Tommy Reese likes to get under center and run the ball. Okay, center, anyway. little naked bootleg, give him a couple options, tight end, slip him out, maybe receiver cutting back. Dude, if it's not, not there, getting, take off and run. They're not getting under center, Steven. But – Oh, he's not. probably not. They're but, not. No, what do you mean they're probably um, not? They're not. The only way they're getting under center is old Tyler Bucknell comes back, comes in. Um, I just don't want – I think – I think even the coaches, obviously Bama fans, but I think even the coaches have been spoiled because we went Bryce Young before that, Mac Jones before that, Tua. So Jalen, Jalen, um, say but, what you want about Jalen. I mean, he was good. Yeah, he was a stud. So I think the coaches are in practice and whatnot. Not they, they're making millions. They know more than us. We're not sitting here and thinking we know more than them. But I think they're like, oh god, we got to get somebody in here to just light up the scoreboard and pour, throw for four hundred yards. No, I think. Milrow and Simpson are perfectly fine. Both guys are better than Greg McElroy. Both guys are better than Jake Coker. Yeah, uh, yeah. Both guys are, I would say, better than AJ McCarron. Oh, I would say that. God. Yes. Now I'm not. I'm talking about no. you can run an offense to them. They're both more talent. I say talented. Oh, well, talented and yeah. athletic than AJ. AJ just ran the system that Bama ran. So. I think both of them, they'll be perfect. Either one will be fine. So we're going to take a quick break, come back. The NFL draft, we're recording this Tuesday on the 25th. The NFL draft is in two days, starts in two days. Take a quick break, come back, 
talk some NFL draft news, give some of our picks and sleeper picks. Y'all stick around. All right, everybody, we are back. NFL draft, one of the most exciting things that take place in sports, I think. See where all the talent is going. Starts in two days, April 27th on Thursday. Been a lot of a lot of noise going on, a lot of smoke screens, I think, happening. It always does leading up to the draft. So I want to give our top five picks, you know, we're not Mel Kuyper Jr. Todd McShay, so we're not going to give a whole first round of yeah, picks. No, no, we're just going to give our top fives and then discuss that a little bit and then give you some sleeper picks, guys, to look out for that could be come in, in the, maybe the first year or two, be surprise, uh, surprisingly good players. So let's go ahead and hit a hit. You want to do let's – just, let's just do like a normal mock draft, like one through yeah, five. Let's do it. Uh, number one – is it? I got Bryce. You got Bryce. Yeah, I have Bryce. So the Panthers are picking at number one. We both have them taking Bryce. Pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. We hit that last week. Let's go to number two. I'll let you go first. The Texans, and this is barring any trade. I'm gonna, um, I got a trade. So. Do you, okay, I'm going to so, add my trade. So. so right now, I don't have a trade. There's been a lot of noise about the Texans love Bryce Young, and they they wanted him, but they're not going to get him. To me. And I'm probably crazy, but I just think it's all smokescreen. I think, what's it been since they had a, a franchise guy? Two years since Watson was? Because he sat out a whole year, right? Yeah, two or three years. And then he's with the Browns for a year. So it's been at least two years, maybe three years, but at least two years since they had a guy. I don't know if they pass up on a quarterback again. I'm going to go, and I know my people have been saying bad stuff about C.J. Stroud. <laughs> I'm still going C.J. Stroud at number two. I don't trust Anthony Richardson being picked that high. Or Levis. So, I'm going to go C.J. Stroud at number two. They get a franchise guy, and they still have, what, a 13, number 13 pick to get him on receiver? So, 12. Or 12 yeah. pick, yeah. So, I'm going on C.J. Stroud. Not a bad not a bad pick. Okay, you got to follow my thinking. I think they're going to trade out of the second pick because I don't think they think that there's a quarterback better than Bryce Young. So, I think they're going to trade out of that to four to the Colts. Colts moves up. To two, the reason I think the Texans are going to trade because I personally, Domingo Ryan's got a six-year contract. I don't think they care if they're bad this year. They may want to be bad so they can get Caleb Williams or Drake May because I think. But if they would have wanted to be bad, they could have just lost the last game of the season and then well, got. The Lovey Smith did that Bryce. to him. Apparently, Lovey Smith did it to him because he knew he was getting fired. What What did he care? You know. Uh, yeah, I guess that's why you should have fired him before last game. Anyways, so because I think Caleb Williams and Drake May is better than Bryce. I think they may think better than Bryce. Oh, absolutely. You don't think so? Not what? overall. I mean, obviously they have the for the NFL the size. Yeah, you don't think? I mean, for Caleb the NFL Williams. when you talk about size, Caleb Williams is kind of a got a little bit Johnny Manziel in him. Okay, I mean I can see that. Anyways, we're not gonna get off the rabbit trail. That'll be a good debate. But uh, so second, I got the Colts taking Will Levis. Apparently, they're obsessed with the guy. I'm not too high on him, but that's what I think is going to happen. Colts trade up to two, take Will Levis. All right, so we'll go, you can take number three, the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals, I think I think the Cardinals are going to go defense, so I got them taking Tyrese Wilson from Texas Tech. Really? Yep. 
I have them going Will Anderson. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they trade I'm back. I would be selfish. I want Will Anderson to go to the Texans for D'Amico Ryan. That's why I said yeah. Wilson. Yeah, I would, that would, I would love to see that. Yeah. But um, I could see Cardinals trading back. Yeah, so somebody, if they want CJ or Anthony Richardson. Yeah. That's, that's probably what's going to happen. Good thing. More than likely. But I'll, I'll go Will Anderson. Number four is the Colts, if they stay put at number four. Um, you said they fell in love with – they're in love with Will Levis, so that's why I have them picking. I, I think – I just don't know if they'll trade up to two because, I, I mean, I don't think the Texans or Cardinals – somebody could pay, trade above them, that's I what guess. I think, I think Maybe somebody, they're afraid of – Yeah, tra- somebody could take the Cardinals um, pick. But I'm going to go Will Levis to the Colts at number four. Number four, I got Will Anderson going to the – Whoever. Yeah, whoever. The Colts. No, Texans. That's because I traded. They traded yeah. down. Yeah. So number five is the Seahawks. That would be a great get for the Texans. They trade down, still get the guy you want, and, and you get more get picks. More picks. Ah, now you're thinking, Steven. Now I'm thinking. Um, number five, the NFL Seahawks. Draft's fun. Real fun. I got the Seahawks either taking Jalen Carter or Anthony Richardson. I have the Seahawks taking Jalen Carter. There's reports. Again, could be smokescreen, but there's reports that. Pete Carroll absolutely loves Jalen Carter. Loves, um, yeah, he likes big, guys with bad, uh, yeah, big interior. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what he that's the only question he asked in an interview. Hey, so you got bad character? All right, uh, <laughs> let me see your uh, <laughs> criminal record. No, but <laughs> anyway, I have him pick the Seahawks taking Jalen Carter at number five. Did you give your pick? You have Anthony Richardson, didn't you? I said Anthony Richardson or uh, Carter. Yeah. Carter. Yeah. So that's who so, we got. Yeah. Um, I mean, let's go. Let, let's do. Let's do biggest. Let's do some sleepers and then some guys you think are going to be bust. So I'm gonna go first sleeper. I got Cedric Tillman. Now he, he. I'm not. When I say sleeper, I'm not talking about they're going to be a high pick. I'm just saying somebody that is going to get drafted maybe second, third, or fourth round, and they're going to turn out to be a stud in the NFL. This guy was a monster, not last year Tennessee because he got hurt. The year before, he was a monster. I think the future is really bright for him. He's not related to us. Maybe he is. I don't know down the line. But Cedric <laughs> Cedric, Cedric Tillman from Tennessee, receiver. 6'4", 220, Ken Blaze. Good pick. Yeah, I have a couple sleepers on defense and offense. I'll start with the defense. I'm going with a local guy. Daryl Luter Jr. from South Alabama. You don't know him, Heath. How you find I do. I do. I know Luter. I'm going him as Get a him on the podcast. As, yeah, we'll try. I'm going him as a sleeper pick. Ran a cornerback, six foot, 190 pounds, ran a four four forty. Um he actually he had multiple meetings with the 49ers. Um they like him. I think and all these guys, any any player, it depends on what situation they go to. So that goes without saying. But I'm giving you Daryl Luter Jr., cornerback, as a sleeper pick. Three-year starter at South. Uh, was at the senior ball, did very well. So I think he'll pick, be picked mid to late at rounds. Um, so I have him as a sleeper pick. Yeah, very good sleeper pick. Another offensive player sleeper pick, Tajay Spears from Tulane, running back, stud. Apparently he killed it at the senior bowl, Tajay Spears. I got another sleeper pick. This is a local guy. Totally forgot his name. He's from Troy, linebacker. You know what I'm talking about? I'm trying to led the country in tackles. I'll get back to you. We hadn't uh, upgraded to laptops. You know, those guys sitting there with laptops looking up stuff. Um, we hadn't got to that. I have actually another 
cornerback as a sleeper pick. Um, I'm going, and it's, it's crazy because his freshman year and sophomore year, this would not be this would not be a sleeper pick at all two years ago, but this year it is. Eli Ricks, cornerback oh, from Alabama, sleeper cool, pick because as a freshman, I believe he made All American as a freshman. As a sophomore, he was a star, but then he got hurt, I believe, a few games. He was at LSU, came to Alabama, transferred to Alabama, was a huge get, but then he was he dealt with some injuries and then also trying to learn the plays and all that stuff. When he did play, he was very good. 6-2, big cornerback. Um, so, sleeper pick, y'all watch out for him. Carthen Marshall is that guy's okay. name. Come on, Carthen Marshall. Very good. You got any more sleepers? I'm done on sleepers. Yeah, I got a couple of offensive guys. Oh, go ahead. Um, I got some overrated couple, cats. Couple, I don't. I didn't do overrated. I got you. I, I'll do overrated. I'll do a couple. I can think of off the top of my head. So uh, I don't want to say this. Neither of these guys because I hate their teams, but I will. Tank Bigsby, oh. running back for Auburn. He was never on a good Auburn team. They all they sucked every single year he played with them. Um. I think he goes to the right situation. I think he could be a very good pickup. We saw last year, um, who was it that went to the Jets? Brees Hall, Hall? Yeah. which he was picked in what second round, third? Yeah, round? second round. I had him um, on fantasy team, now, killing it. Yeah, I think ACL Tank Bigsby me. will go later, maybe um, fourth or fifth round pick. Um, I, he's very tough, good style of back. I think he's like six foot, two hundred and. 10 pounds, something like that, 5'10", maybe. But I have him as a sleeper. And I also have Tayshawn Boutte, wide receiver from LSU. Was supposed to be one of the top picks in this year's draft, but had I, I don't know if it was like off the – not off the field, but I don't know if he was in Brian Kelly's doghouse or he just didn't try hard enough or, or he just had some issues that he didn't produce at what he was supposed to. But the talent is there, so – he gets his head on right, goes to a good team that develops him. I think he could definitely be a good pickup in the mid to late rounds. Yeah, I like that, definitely. So, my overrated guys, one, Will Levis. Definitely. You took my overrated guy. Yeah, definitely. I think he's. I think he should be everybody's overrated. Second, this may come as a surprise to you, Stephen. I'm going to go Jalen Hyatt. You say, why Jalen Hyatt? Yeah. All he does is run go balls, go routes. And they, they they run a gimmicky offense at Tennessee. So, that's why. Yeah, that's why when I was, you know, you look at st- research stuff on the draft and read stuff, and that's what a lot of people were saying about Jalen Hyatt. Not, like, when I say people, I don't mean, like, Nimrods on Twitter. I mean, like, actual people that study it and they do it for a living. Is that, yeah, can he run the entire route tree that most of his – like you said, most of his routes were, hey, just you're really fast. Just run. Yeah, run and go. Run and go route. Um, so can he deal? And because of the way they had him set up, he hardly ever dealt with man pressure, that he had a free release almost all the time. Can he deal with that? I could see that. Definitely could see Will Levis. You want to go over who we think are going to be or could potentially be a bust? We made a video on this. Did, did we release the video? No, I don't think we did. Well, let's, let's talk about it when we release it. A bust? Let me tell you, Buzz, this cat is getting projected into the top ten, and I don't see it. He exploded at the combine. Nolan Smith from Georgia. The guy never had more than ten sacks, and he's going in the first round. I don't really understand that one. Highest upside, 
but biggest bust potential, Anthony Richardson. Probably going to be a top five pick. Again, if he has a couple years to sit and learn and progress, he could be the best quarterback in the NFL by the time he's starting two or three years. But he also, you could spend a top five pick on him and, um, you know, just waste it, really. No, he's going to be a stud. Cam Cam Newton, Lamar Jackson. Think so? Cam Jackson. Cam Jackson. Yep. He's going to be a stud. We appreciate everybody for listening. Make sure you follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and Spotify. Share it if you like it. Don't forget, we're getting an interview with Antonio Coleman. Next week, we'll post it the week after. But appreciate everybody for listening. Until next time, see ya. See ya.